you ready. It's time. The inaugural Urban NerdCon is coming to Montgomery, Alabama, July 29th through the 31st. Blurds, nerds, and geeks from across the universe will converge on the capital city to see celebrity guests such as The Last Dragon, Tybok, Megan Tandy, and voice actor Dave Fenoy. Hey, how you doing? I'm voice actor Dave Fenoy with a shout out to all my geeks, freaks, and urban nerds. Just want to let you know I'm going to be there and I want to meet you at the Urban NerdCon Gaming and Cosplay event. It's happening July 29th through the 31st in Montgomery, Alabama. Hope you want to meet me as much as I want to meet you. So join us by visiting TheUrbanNerdCon.net for ticket and vendor information. This will be the premier blurred event in the universe. TheUrbanNerdCon.net. Our heroes, our villains, our stories, everyone's con. See you there. Hello and welcome to another edition, a live edition of the ONG Strike Zone. Brian Fulford, Kelvin Rozier, Kofi Hemingway. We apologize for a, a bit of a, a, a delayed start here, just dealing with a few good old technical difficulties. Uh, it's all good, though. Uh, fellas, how you doing tonight? Doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Live here in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, in the, in the room for... Uh, tomorrow's swag football media day so uh we'll get into uh plenty of talking about that later in this show uh some of the setup from some of the different uh, media folks are already here as folks are coming in trying to get set up for tomorrow's big day uh we'll share some of the uh photos of the of the pre-setup that that was going on that i was able to gather while i was out there so uh it's 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 ready man look look already there it is you know, of course, they got they got good old coach there at the, at the top, of course. There's right. the, uh, the, where's the cover? They right the preseason, right where he belongs, right there, top top left corner, above Coach Prime, right? That, that's where perfect, perfect place. That's right. They got it right. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is the preseason guide, so we'll get into talking a little bit about that. Uh, Kelvin, how you doing? Man, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know yet, man, you know. Struggled to, to to get on today. We have some technical issues, and then, uh, you know, I'm excited in some in some ways about what's going on. You know, we got the new uh, AC uh, system at field, and and um and and so forth. But then uh, then I also have some grave concerns about losing Coach Rice, and I know we're going to get into that. Uh, so so I'm I'm conflicted today. No, I, I I totally get you. Uh, yeah, we'll get into talking. There, there's all kinds of good and bad. That's how it kind of rolls. It seems these days. You know, we we've, we've definitely got the, uh, the 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 bad news about the the resignation of Coach Mike Rice, who 
uh, will be taking over at Prairie View A&M. We'll get into talking a little bit about that later. And then we we also get almost on the same day, we get good volleyball news. Volleyball picked up a couple of big time transfers, including uh, one young lady who um, was the defensive player of the year in the SWAC just two seasons ago. Uh, so, so we'll talk about her and, and what she adds to this championship caliber team uh, that coach Gokhan is building. And uh, of course, football makes good news and, you know, then, you know, everyone's got to come in and get a photo. And so we got all kinds of good stuff to, to talk about, all kinds of juicy stuff to talk about. I know coming up later in the show, actually coming up real soon, uh, we had to reschedule our interview with Darian Oxendine from last week. Um, we couldn't get him in at the time, so he should be uh, coming in today, uh, pretty much here pretty soon within, uh, at least we got him scheduled for 15 after, so we're hoping that he can still make that. Coming up at the top of hour two, uh, Allison Posey, sports director of ABC 27, is coming in, and uh, man, she is engineering some great work for uh, just local coverage of Florida A&M, and I always enjoy the packages that she puts together. Actually, that entire staff that's now working under her there at 27, um, they're doing some good work. So it's always, always good to see some of the uh, highlight packages and things that they are putting out. They're, they're covering stories. And uh, so we, we got a lot to talk about and some predictions as well, um, you know, to find out what you guys think. Uh, Marcus Green is going to join us as well. Marcus, once again, did a great job of, of uh, helping get our guests. So, Great start to season two. So I will well, let our producer – go ahead. Go ahead, Co. Well, I'm hearing our guest is here, uh, Brother Oxenine. He is. So we are ready for him if uh, okay. if our producer is ready. Yeah, hope, hopefully she sees him in our green room, and then uh, we can bring him in. Uh, of course, Darian uh, – Darian as a wide receiver – at uh, at FAMU is actually one of the one of the several uh, Rattlers who attended the uh, NIL summit. So we'll get a chance to talk with talk with him. Um, I see Marcus is sitting me. I mean, hopefully, Marcus, if you're watching the show, hopefully you have the link. You he should have a link. Marcus is going to be joining us a little bit later in the show. Um. Okay, so we got, yeah, he's, we got to make sure Darian's there. So one minute he was in there, and then he's probably getting his computer and his phone line set up. But uh, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, you can find Darian on Twitter at DayDayToFly01. That's DayDayToFly01 on Twitter. Probably his Instagram, too. I'm I'm not heavy into the Instagram like a lot of the kids, but, you know, I'm trying to get there. There you go. And there he is. <laughs> there he goes. All right. Let's go. Joining us. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, joining us joining us live right now on the show uh, is none other than Darian Oxendine, one of those Rack Boys 2.0 version joining us. Darian, how you doing tonight? Thanks for joining us on the ONG. Can you hear us? I'm not, I'm not sure. Make sure you're on. I'm, I'm doing on good. Me. How are y'all? There you go. Hey, going on. Yeah, we got you. We, we, 
we got you. Yeah, yeah. We, it's uh, it's all good. So just for for those who aren't familiar, Darian's a redshirt junior from out of Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Ooh, came over to FAMU. From out of, came out of fam, came to FAMU from UT Martin. Uh, so let's, let's kind of start there, Darian, and let's kind of for those who don't know the backstory, maybe give us a little bit on how you found your way to FAMU. Um, I originally had an offer from FAMU out of high school, but um, I didn't end up attending. I wish I did, though, but I ended up going to UTM. Um, it worked out well. I connected well with the coaches. Um, my daughter, I ended up having a daughter. I have a daughter. She's two years old. Two years old. Her name's Nova. Um, yeah, and distance became a thing. You know, I missed her all the time, but... Um, yeah, I made it work, you know. Um, I was a true freshman at UTM before I transferred, and things just worked out. God just placed me at family, and I'm just blessed to be here at the end of the day. Hey, man, that's what's up. Well, congratulations on that, and uh, uh, sounds like you, you, you're you're uh, handling being a being a father, being a student, being a ball player. How 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 challenging is that at times for you? And and where do you find your your uh, your support when when you need uh, help in, in in those kind of situations? Um, I mean, my daughter's my motivation, so she gives me the strength to carry on. You know, push me through those workouts. You know, that extra when I'm tired. She gives me that extra motivation to push through it and, you know, just the love of the game to stay focused and stay on track so I could be on that field with my brothers. There you go. Kelvin, jump in there if you would. So talk about uh, the upcoming season. Tell, tell us how the um, summer has gone so far and talk about the expectations for you personally but as a group, the, the Rack Boys – uh, two point, excuse me, two point oh. Y'all got a lot of people returning. Um, there's some high expectations. Of course, the original Rad Boys, you know, uh, there was high expectations for them also. So, just talk about how everything's going and what what you expect for this upcoming season. Yes, for this upcoming season. Oh yeah, you know we look great. Um, Rat Boys looking good. Coach JB. Coaching us up, you know, uh, we got the best wide receiver coach in the swag, man. Coach JB, he a beast, man. He keep us on our feet. He keep us in our bag. We always learning new routes, new moves. Um, and for this upcoming season, you know, uh, we've been locked in since the beginning of summer. A lot of us didn't leave. A lot of us didn't go home for vacation. So, you know, with that being said, we stayed here and built that connection, built that bond, built that brotherhood. You know, team chemistry comes from time. You know, you, you have to put in that time with your brothers to build a strong bond. And we've been here all summer working, grinding, man, putting it in. While everybody at the beach, we putting it in. We working. Coach Forney been putting us – hey, Coach Forney. Shout out Coach Forney, boy. He won a lot of workouts this summer, but – yeah, man, we love him. He's been getting us right. So this upcoming season is going to be crazy. We've definitely been putting the work for it. Facts. Yes, yeah, sir. Good I've been to hear. everything uh, on, on Twitter and some of the social media. Y'all look good. Love. You can tell the, the bond and that you all have, too. So I'm really looking forward to uh, the upcoming season for y'all. Yes, sir. 
Jump in there, Kofi. Well, man, uh, you're not only a football player, but you're a brand. You're a whole brand name, man. Talk about your brand and um, the things that inspired you to make that happen. And, of course, um, you also had the opportunity to go to the Neil Conference and uh, talk about what that impact had on your life. The NIL Summit, is that what you yes, were referring sir. to? Yes, Okay, sir. yes, sir. The NIL Summit, that was amazing. Um, it was definitely a blessing to be chosen to go there and attend, represent our HBCU. I definitely built a lot of bonds and connections um, involving my brand. I get into that. Um, my brand is two times. Uh, it stands for Day Day. So two times, day two times. That's what people call gotcha. me two times. And two then X, the flower. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and then the flower yeah. and my brand represents my uncle. My uncle passed away when I was in high school. So my senior year, I would dedicate every game to him. And we end up winning state. So I still live by that. I still dedicate every game to my uncle. Um, he passed away from gun violence. So. Um, wow. That's who I strive to be great for, be a great father for, and just be a great brother for my teammates. So my uncle's definitely my motivation. That's what's the flower in my brand. So, but well, man, the NIL you, you, Summit was, yeah, it was definitely amazing. I connected with my agent that I have now there. Um, there we go. Yeah, we can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I got you. Can you see me? Yes, okay. sir. Uh, yes, sir. I connected with my agent that I have now there. Um, I'm really in a blessed position. I done started picking up NIL deals, um, which I'm going to put my teammates on. So that's the great thing about Fem Not Selfish. Um, when I get something, I try to give it to all my brothers. So if I have something, my brother going to have it. I'm going to make sure my brother have it or at least a couple of them have it. You know, like, I'm not selfish. So um, this NIL opportunity has really been a blessing for me. Hopefully more things come soon. Um, but I'm going to leave that in God's hands, man. All I'm, all I'm worried about right now is August 27th, the first game. Well, sir, I mean, you, 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 I saw you in different roles last year out on the field. You, sometimes they had you lining up in the backfield. You'd be sweeping through it like Oxendine. I was like, who in the world is Oxendine? So I had to <laughs> check them out, man. But I was Yes, excited, sir. Last man. year was just, just a little tease. I was just getting my feet wet. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, I was getting accustomed to the offense. Um, I love our offensive coordinator. Coach Simmons is a great coach. Um he knows his offense well, and he knows how to get the ball in people's hands. So I'm very excited for this season. Let's go. Hey, Darian, go back for a second to your to your brand because I want to make sure your your T-shirt uh, design. Let people know, first off, the, the website. I had it pulled up here a second ago, but let, let me hear you make sure you give out the, the site where we can uh, – uh, purchase uh, or take a look at the design of your shirt. Oh, yes, sir. It's two times dot clothing. Do you have it up? I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm sorry. 
No, that's all right. We're working on it. Uh, your so according to so your Twitter feed, it's two X clothing. So the X would be like two times, just in case. Yes, you know. But it's two two X clothing. Uh, dot S I T E. So that'll bring up if you go to two X clothing dot S I T E. Uh, Kofi, maybe you can put that in the um, uh, in the room feature there, and that shows your entire collection uh of your first now this is your your limit your concept uh you came up with the concept you mentioned what it stands for um and you know sorry about the loss of your 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 relative uh there yes sir Uh, my uh, uncle your uncle uh what what other kind of designs this is this is the first step right so the, yes. And you put this together, you put this, you started this right before you went to the NIL summit. So coming from the summit, what kind of things do you think you, you will add to, uh, your, your, uh, your, your site, your designs, and, and maybe it, did it give you any kind of ideas on some, some things that you could do in, uh, in addition to the shirts? Yes. I also want to get, um, hats. I also have hats dropping soon. Um, I'm going to get some wristbands. Um, really just, I really just want my merchandise to be purchased at an affordable price so everybody back home can be able to wear it. Cause you know, I don't want, yeah, I, I know I came from nothing. So I know it's like not having nothing. So I want everybody to be able to wear my clothes at affordable price. So I'm just going to keep. Um, trying to stay in my bag, you know, for that next drop. But I know the design is definitely going to change. And I'm just excited, (laughs) y'all. Y'all don't understand. Like, this season's got me excited. Um, Talking with y'all is just, I'm really just blessed to be in a position. I pray. Um, I got closer with God. Uh, Well, my mom always, um, made me go to church, you know, uh, keep God in my life. But recently, like, I've been praying a lot more, and the more I prayed, the more blessings came. So um, I'm just going to keep praying, and I know more blessings are going to come. Well, I want to say I I definitely see God uh, doing some amazing things in you, and your story is just literally beginning. Um, You said that you came from nothing, but I, I believe otherwise. Uh, you came from <laughs> a seed of greatness that uh, enabled you to endure tough times. And you came might have come from humble beginnings, as we like to say. But God's going to use you in a way um, to be able to expose people to greatness, to expose people to endurance, to expose people to family. I hear you talk a lot about your brothers and what they mean to you. I heard you talk about your father and what he I'm sorry, your uncle and what he meant to you. Heard you talk about your mother and what he meant to you, your teammates. You refer to them as brothers. So family means a lot to you. And I think family is going to be uh, a great part of what you do in terms of building great families, um, even mentoring young men, teaching them the ins and outs of manhood, teaching young women the ins and outs of manhood. And I see great things for you, man. Even if you want to go into the entertainment industry, which is something I also see for you. And I ain't come talk to you that, that, that on tonight. You want to do that, you can do that too. <laughs> so the, the sky is beyond the limit. Um, and there's something incorruptible about you, man. Keep going, man. Keep striving, man. I'm excited for you. 
Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Kelvin, you got anything yes, you want to add? Yeah, I want to. What is your major, and um, how's everything going um, with that? Uh, right now, it's sports management, but I definitely want to get my real estate license before I graduate. Let's go. So I'm definitely going to get into that um, soon. I'm definitely going to achieve that. That's definitely on my board right now. So there's always a plan B, but right now there there is no plan B. You know, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. But yes, sir. Um, well, man, I also want to yeah. mention my mom. I didn't talk about my mom that much, but oh yeah, my don't mom, leave, don't leave mom support. out. Don't leave mom out. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot leave my mom out. My mom, my biggest supporter. I love her so much. Um, I, re- I was raised in a single-parent household. Um, my stepdad, uh, my dad went to jail for 10 years when I was a baby. And then my stepdad came in my life. He raised me till I was eight. And then he went to jail for 35 years. So um, I never really had a father figure in my life. So I had to grow up early and be the man in the house. Uh, I have an older brother, but um, football was always the dream. My mom worked hard. She was a single mother. She worked two jobs. Um, I always seen her breaking her back, so that's why I go so hard, really. My mother, my mother, that's why I go so hard. She's my motivation. Um, you know, she's just... Well, sir, just, I don't uh, I call her every day, man. Hearing hear my mom's voice, she motivate me. Seeing her break her back, man, I just I don't want to see that no more. So that's why I push myself so hard. You know, that's one of the I think that's one of the good things that the name, image and likeness NIL does for you. It gives you an opportunity to, like I said, you get to express yourself. You get to create a business opportunity for yourself and then you get to pay it forward by helping the people that you love. So we want to make sure Rattler Nation. I know I posted it in the uh, chat room there. You guys on Facebook and Twitter. Again, it's 2xclothing.site. So go check the website out. There is, I mean, some beautiful merch there. I mean, that design is super dope. So, I mean, we got to make sure we go support. Um, what are some of the, are, are you able to say what some of the other NIL ventures are that you have set up? Are you, can you say right now, or you, you kind of let us know at a later date? Thank you, might have got it. Well, I, no, you I know, when that speak. thing hit, bro, I have to start moving my head to see if, you got me. <laughs> well, he'll, 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 I'm, again, I said we'll give him a second. He'll probably get a chance to jump back in there in a second. All right. Um, we'll, we'll see. Man, his brother's again. powerful, man. Got I'm me telling stirred. you, man. Again, want to remind everybody, go to the website, 2xclothing.site. Go check out Darian's work. Uh, he's got on the site uh, shirts, uh, hoodies, uh, shorts, tank tops sweatsuits i mean or sweatpants rather so uh it's a good mix good mix of gear for darian darian we got you back darian did you hear my last question about other nils that uh anything that you can share with us because i i want to keep as much support as we can give you we're trying to give you as much as we can so uh, if there's anything else you can offer let us know well he was there 
Got him again. Yeah, that, that well, if he's on campus, he's, he looks like he's on campus possibly. So, I mean, it could be, you know, they've got to improve. Among all other things, we have to improve there on campus. we got to improve that Wi-Fi signal. Um, we'll give it one more try. We'll we'll kind of shorten it up. Um, I didn't look at the depth chart, though. I remember Darian, didn't he catch a touchdown in the spring game, if I'm not mistaken? I don't know about the spring game. He, he, he uh, had some catches uh, in the regular season last year. Yeah, during the, I'm, I'm just kind of glancing at just some of the stats in the regular season. Um, he had a couple of catches against Fort Valley and UAPB had a catch. Move your head, Bethune. Darian, so we know we you good. If you move your head like this, then yeah, there we go. All right, that's right. <laughs> 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 All right, before 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 we before we lose you again, Darian, any other NILs that you can tell us about so we can continue to uh, support you? Um, I just recently partnered with uh, DoorDash. Uh, they're supposed to be sending over the contract today, so um, I'm going to see how that goes. But I'm definitely looking for more opportunities, but. At the end of the day, again, I'm just focused on ball right now. Um, I know, I know God's gonna put money. I know God's gonna bring money. So right now, I'm just focused on perfecting my craft and try to let my agent handle that. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Well, hey, um, Rattler Nation is looking forward to a great season, not only from you, that entire receiving core, from the entire offense. Uh, I know it'll be a, a, a buzz. Uh, Xavier Smith, your, your teammate, he's here at SWAC Media Day. Is there any particular question that I should ask him if I get an opportunity? Anything that uh, that I should ask him here at SWAC Media Day? Oh yes, I, uh, I got a couple. I got a couple questions you can ask Xavier, man. Right. Man, you um, that man snipe, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that's my boy, man. Um, can you ask him? Um, can he do his touchdown celebration in front of you? And then, um, what's his nickname? Oh yes, what's his nickname this year? What do you, what does he want his nickname to be this year? Uh, we trying to get him to go with excellent, but he's not going with. <laughs> he's not going for it. Rattling Nation, what y'all what y'all think about X Man for Xavier Smith, man? But okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's X is my that's boy. That's why I told him that celebration, man. That celebration. But you know, he loves his city. He gonna rep his city, Haines City. So, oh yes, shout out to my city, Saint Augustine, Florida. You know, right. I went to school Nobody in Jacksonville. I love Mandarin High School, but Saint Augustine, Florida. That's where I was born and raised. And I know four baby. Let's go. But right. let me go back to Zay. Yes, sir, Zay. Expect a big year you. this year. That's my brother, man. For real, I feed off his success. Uh, when Zay is hyped up, I'm hyped up. When he's eating, I'm eating. So that's what the Rack Boys doing this year, man. Our bond is different this year, man. We all connected. We're all happy for each other. There's no hating. There's no, you know, envy. You know, we're all proud of each other's success. So, yeah, expect a big year. 
All right, that's what's up. I'll make sure to I'll make sure to see if I can get the uh, the footage of the uh, celebration and then find out. Oh what yeah, the oh yeah, I need hey, that. Yeah, I need hey, that. <laughs> yeah, you got you got you, you everybody in the uh, in the chats. Let's let's find you know let let me know what kind of what nickname. What's the nickname for uh, Xavier this year? You guys go ahead and put that. He's gonna be whatever we call him. We calling him X. Oh no, somebody put Professor X. X. That's kind of dope. Professor X. Oh, Professor X. I like that. That's, yeah, that's. Kind I, I like that. Okay, okay. Hey, uh, shout out to uh, Nation too, man. We got the best fan base in the country, man. Y'all show mad love, man. I love y'all for sure. So you see the difference between Rattler Nation and what you had in Tennessee, Martin? Are you saying that? Uh, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna downplay them, but I love Rattler Nation, <laughs> man. I love Rattler Nation. Fact, we love you, it ain't nothing brother. like Rattler Nation. Let me just say that. Yeah. Yes, hey, sir. let people Love know how too. they can let people know how they can follow you and find you, Darian. Give out get out your tags and let people know again how they can reach you. Oh yeah, for sure. Um my Instagram is at D A Y two X dot X X. And then my Instagram I'm at my Twitter is at D A Y D A Y T O F L Y zero one. That's Day Day Two Flower One. All right, all right. And uh, on the field, you're still going to be uh, rocking number 83, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, all right. So we're going to be I looking love for it. 83. Everybody asks why I rock 83, man. I just like to be different. I just like okay. to be different. Right. And I rock that 83, man. I'm going to bring a different swag to that 83. I'm telling you. Uh, you make it. Y'all going to hear it a lot. Good, too, Barry. So. We, we're yeah, looking forward to it. to it. We're looking forward to it. All right. Hey, uh, Darian, man, we appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for, for joining us. We'll continue to share the love about your site. Uh, many blessings to you, your daughter, your family, and uh, the Rack Boys, man. We, we, we can't wait to see what you guys do this year on the field, all right? So uh, be safe and be well. Yes, sir. Thank you all for having me, man. Shout out Rattler Nation. Let's go. Yes, sir. All right, Darian Oxendine, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, let's take a short break and come back with some more. Coming up at the top of hour two, we'll talk to uh, Allison Posey, uh, sports director of ABC 27. But we got a lot to get into in the next segment. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment. Whether it's advice on managing your anxiety or tools to help you stay grounded, Coping 19 provides a range of resources and self-care tips to help you cope with this pandemic. We can help. Find the resources that work best for you at coping-19.org. Itchy. Squirmy. Scratchy. Family not getting clean. Get Charmin Ultra Strong. Go get them. It just cleans better. With a diamond weave texture, your family can use less while still getting clean. Goodbye, itchy squirm. Hello, clean bottom. <laughs> we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN, we really appreciate what it is that you guys, you guys do for us.
it's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition, and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids' apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCU Pride Joy on Facebook and Twitter. Now you can live in Texas and not have a good red meat blend. Texas Cowboy Dust is designed for steak and other red meats. It's out to be my most popular spice blend, made with onions, peppers, ground mushrooms, pink salt, and other spices. Texas Cowboy Dust also goes great with chicken, pork, vegetables, and has a restaurant-quality sheen to gravies and sauces. It's like a loot machine. to the ONG Strike Zone, Brian, Kelvin, and Kofi. You can see Kelvin and Kofi are live from their home studios. I am actually in Birmingham, Alabama, here for for this thing right here, the uh, 2022 Media Day, which will take place tomorrow morning. Uh, live coverage beginning as early as 7 a.m. Eastern. That's the morning show. That's where me and I... I 7 a.m. Eastern. Oh, no, I guess it'll be 7 Central, 8 Eastern. Yeah, thank you. My producer looked at me like, what? That means 6 a.m. here. No, no, we're not trying to be up that early. But uh, we're going to do <laughs> we're gonna do some live talk uh, right here. The BCSN, you can see right here or on that side. Sports Wrap, uh, all the shows are here. Dr. Gaville's inside the HBCU Sports Lab. The pregame show, of course, I'm here representing the ONG. Um, Carlos Brown show, uh, all the all the uh, all the folks on the network are here, so it's it's a full day, and uh, we're gonna start it off 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and we'll uh, we'll start the morning show before before they start uh, the 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 broadcast on ESPN, which I think is about 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, Coach Simmons. And Isaiah Land, Xavier Smith, they will go on at noon, top of the hour at noon. So if you're not watching the BCSN's broadcast of Media Day, you know, and you want to jump over to, to ESPN for that short moment or two, it's okay. You can go ahead and do that. I won't be mad. We'll understand. It's uh you know, Coach Simmons and the guys. We'll be talking to Tiffany Green and Jay Walker. So <clears throat> there'll be a Rattler talking. Hey, I uh, got to give a mention to <clears throat> and uh, one of our our our, uh, our esteemed Dr. Lori Wilson, who's manning the chat rooms, doing a great job there, uh, sniping all the uh, bots and the uh, and the and the JSU Tiger haters that like to jump into the chats. Um, she's doing a great job of, of, uh, watching that, but she sent us some info. And so I got to make sure we give a plug for Dr. Lori, who, uh, coming up here in the month of August, 
she's going to be a, doing a book signing out at Martha's Vineyard to celebrate uh, this book that uh, will be coming out in the month of August on um, Black Women Dentist, um, the lives of historical pioneers and modern day professional women practicing and succeeding in the dental profession. Um, want to make sure. Uh, so Dr. Lori is going to be doing a book signing at the, I, I hope I'm saying the name right, the Cousin Gallery in Oak Bluffs. That's in Martha's Vineyard um, on August 10th. And then the day after on August 11th, it will go up on Amazon. So books will be available for $12.50. If you designate that you are a fan, you in a portion of the sales will go towards women athletics or as women athletics programs. Of course, Hey, we had coach pillow on last week and hopefully some of you caught the email or the tweet uh, she sent out, gave us a list of some things that she wanted to take care of. So, um, and I know Dr. Lori, uh, when we had uh, Janiah on a couple of weeks ago, she was in the works of possibly doing some NIL opportunities there. So uh, um, I want to make sure I hit, um, let me see. I had another note here that I wanted to make sure. Uh, So again, the book signing August 10th, Martha's Vineyard at the, Coosin Gallery in Oak Bluff. So I know we're going to try to get Dr. Lori on here next week. So hopefully I'm saying that correctly, Doc. Um, and then, of course, the next day, August 11th, you'll be able to purchase the book on Amazon. So one more time, if Mel, if you could put that graphic up so that way people can write the name of the book down, can check it out. Um, we say there it is right there. So congratulations, Dr. Lori. Um, let's go. And, uh, we're, yeah. So yeah, you know, uh, Rattler's doing things. So we want to make sure to share the love. So, I mean, she's definitely, uh, blessed us and helped us. So, you know, anytime that we can pay it forward, we are more than obliged to do so. So again, uh, Dr. Lori be looking out next week sometime. Uh, we're going to, we're going to get that one-on-one here, get you on the show again. I know you've called in a couple of times, but uh, maybe we'll get you on, do some FaceTime with us, and uh, we'll kind of talk about it. What you got, Kofi? All right, so I just wanted to say, you know, um, you know, Brother Darian is a unique brother, and uh, we want to appreciate him for coming on, but there is a housing crisis on the highest of Seven Hills, and unfortunately, he's fallen into that group, and uh, he is in need. So, Rattler Nation, if you all know, of any solutions or if you all have any solutions um you know that of course would be a benefit and we want to provide additional resources when we can um to this particular housing crisis if possible so again if anybody knows any properties anybody knows any spots etc etc let's let's go ahead and be a blessing really to the the future rattlers the rattlers that are here and then the rattlers that are to come and uh, we want to put ourselves in a situation where something like this never happens again. So, most definitely. Um, since you brought that up, I know it's not on our agenda of things to talk to. Um, and I didn't pull the information up, so I maybe, I don't know if it's good to talk on it. But I know um, there were some options that were given. Kelvin, I don't know, are you prepared? Or can you talk on any of those options? Or do you have any comments or thoughts 
regarding, you know, having been an, uh, an administrator, having been up there on the yard working for FAMU, uh, any thoughts on how does that happen? I know that's a, a big question that a lot of people have, um, you know, a big question on how that happens, but, uh, you know, any, any thoughts you want to jump in there, Kelvin? Or do we want to yeah, table well, it? Well, what I'll say is this. Um, housing issues are not just at our university. It's a serious issue across universities across the, the country right now. Um, you would like to have identified the inventory and only accepted slightly above the applications that you had inventory. Um, it, it is common practice in terms of just students in general to to um, accept more applications than inventory because you don't know who's coming. Um, not everybody who applies or even say they're coming will show up in the fall. So that is the industry standard. standard. That's why you have a wait list. Um, and of course, housing crisis in Florida is magnified. Uh, not just with university and rental inventory, but affordable housing and just housing in general across the state. So um, it's, it's, a, it's some unique circumstances with that. Now, in terms of student athletes, um, I don't know. I know generally a lot of the older students, the juniors, seniors, uh, tend to want to stay off campus. And so there's only a certain amount of rooms available typically for uh, student athletes on campus. And they try to say those for the freshmen and sophomores primarily. Um, mm -hmm. to, I, um, I just don't know if we plan enough and, and have enough details. We, we've had a lot of transition. Um, there's a lot of vacant positions right now specifically with athletics. So um, I, I think all of these different scenarios probably contributed to it. Yeah, um, there's a lot to unpack there. Although, I, you know, one of the things I saw, I was trying to think about the, the, the pricing and some of the numbers that are put out. And, I, you know, um, we'll, we'll get it. I, I want to make sure we have all the info before we kind of talk about that. But, um uh, let's transition for a second, fellas, because I know one of the topics that we wanted to talk about, uh, the resignation there of Coach Mike Rice, our men's golf coach. Uh, not only not only is uh, Coach Rice uh, an alum, he's a four-time All-American for the golf, uh, over the men's golf team, uh, been an assistant coach since 2013, been the head coach since 2018, led the team to the first and last MIAC championship in men's golf uh, in our matter of fact, he won the last championship that FAMU won in the MIAC. And um, I mean, look, by all accounts, we, you know, this was a young squad that he was, that he built or recruited this year. We saw some second and third place finishes, but he was very excited about the upcoming group. Um, and it, it's sad. We'll go to you, Kelvin, in a second um, with, with what we know and what you can share. But I, I will say it's 
he's going to Prairie View where he'll get an opportunity to coach the men and women's program over there. And that's a program that has won championships. That is a, that's been a good program. Uh, their former coach left under some tough situations uh, and he went to uh, central uh, Michigan, I think. And they didn't have a coach for the last year. They maybe had an adjunct or somebody just kind of filling in. But so they get a great coach. They give him an assistant, um, which he didn't have at FAMU. Uh, so I'll turn it over to you, Kelvin. Uh, go. I'll let you I'll let you tell it. What, what we know, what you can share, how disappointing this is, why did this happen is maybe a big question that a lot of people have. So first of all, um, I have to say that, you know, Coach, we talked offline prior to him coming on to the show the last time he was on the show. And he uh, acknowledged that this was a possibility. This could be coming down the path. Um, he's a rattler. Um, he's been here a long time. I can tell you he didn't want to go. He didn't want to have to make this decision. Um, I think it comes down to what a lot of rattlers. I got a call from a former uh, athletic administrator yesterday. And we kind of chatted it up. And I think they, they put it to to me like this and we agree when you work in family athletics and you accomplish things you want to feel like you're appreciated like you're valued and when you've got accomplishments you want to be you want to be compensated mm -hmm. but more importantly you want to be acknowledged and i i, I think you know prairie view has has men's and women's golf so his salary's gonna double um and and he gets a paid assistant but i don't think it was i know it wasn't all that i think that uh once the offer was on the table he went to the powers that be and tried to see what the universal was willing to do and he was promised a response and i, I don't think he got a response so that left a taste that perhaps maybe I'm not valued and and people are willing to pay me um, for my value. So so it, maybe it's time. And that has been the case for a lot of uh, former athletic staff and administration. They've moved on and gone and work at other universities and so forth, better compensated and and um, frankly. Uh, better resources to to do what they do, and that's that's unfortunate. That's for me. That's that's a real sad side. And then we didn't lose them to like a D uh, a FBS program or a Power Five or even a Group Five. We lost lost them to our sweat brother, uh, Miak Hall of Fame. All right, he's the best in the business at, at, at golf uh, coaching right now. At, I would say at the FCS level, not just black college, but there's no doubt he's the best in black college. And to allow him to walk without no kind of counter offer anything and knowing all the holes we have in the athletic department right now, uh, where he, you know, I, I think about one of our other coworkers, for instance, right? Uh, Kendra Green, who's at North Carolina Central. She's a uh, SWA, she's uh, the, the AD over um, internal affairs. And she also coaches men's and women's golf. Um, Coach Rice has a background in 
with Tallahassee Parks and Recreations and 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 and, and golf and and uh, facilities management. So uh, with all the open positions over there on the facility side, uh, perhaps you could have thought up think outside of the box and and gave him a dual role to uh, help with the conversation. Um, but it doesn't appear we have that kind of forethought and leadership right now. And that's unfortunate. Kofi, your comments, your thoughts. Well, uh, our motto is excellence with caring. But the reality is you can't have excellence if you don't care. It is readily apparent that we have an upper leadership. And I'm, you know, again, Dr. Robinson is an academia. Um, and it shows just in the amount of accolades that the school has gotten in that area. If I were grading him academically, I'd give him a solid A in that regard. But athletically, his performance has been piss poor. Piss poor. It is obvious that he doesn't have a pulse or a value or the wherewithal to set the house in order. And unfortunately, um, you know, there's no end in sight. So right now, I want to challenge us to really hold his feet to the fire. Because if we don't, we have to really consider as long as he's here, FAMU will basically be a Division II program. Mm. Let me say that again. Great. As wow. long as Larry Robinson is in the seat as president on the highest of seven hills, FAMU Athletics will basically be a Division II program. He loves photo ops. He loves to do pictures with people that he's going to fire. Even if he had nothing to do with the project, his tail is going to be in the picture. My issue is, sir, when are you going to be seen doing something on behalf of FAMU Athletics? The stadium was almost shut down because of your tail. You, Larry Robinson, let me say this, Dr. Larry Robinson, want to give you honor to your name. You know, but at the same time, what have you done? Since you have been at the helm, we've had APR issues after APR issues, all because you won't provide the necessary resources to ensure that this stuff doesn't happen again. But because you don't care, we're right back in the seat again with the same foolishness. It's got to stop. And it's, go it's going to continue as long as he's in the seat. We had a whole NAA meeting. Nobody said anything. We're doing a ton of photos. Everybody's smiling and giggling like nothing is wrong. He didn't even have to address the mistakes that he's made. And it's apparent, again, let me say this. The man won championships. 
Coach Rice won championships. His golf team was among the top with the APRs. <laughs> he recruited black ball players. He went to FAMU. He sends an email. He sends an email to Dr. Robinson and doesn't get a freaking response. Let me say this, Dr. Robinson. I know you're on the top, but the greatest among us is the servant. You are in position to serve FAMU and all of its constituents. Your job is to solve problems and serve FAMU to the best of your ability. You're not doing that. And if you're not going to do that, you need to get to stepping, for real. Because at this point, you're costing the brand. You're costing us the brand. You're causing us to lose people. There's no way at the collegiate level you can have a softball coach that doesn't get paid. You getting a check. You're getting a check. Why can't they get a check? And this is the same foolishness that continues to happen while you're at the seat. But you can't answer an email and try to get to the root of the issue so that it doesn't occur again. As long as we're quiet about this, this foolishness says that we sign off on it. Now, Rattler Nation, if you're not in agreement with his level of service or his performance regarding athletics, you need to open your mouth Mm. Yeah. Somebody got him. Somebody got him right there. Somebody got him right there. Hey, uh, I got a special guest here that's going to be joining. I know we got Allison Posey coming up here. I also got a special guest who's uh, going to pop in as well. So let's take a break and get all that set up here because time is short. Uh, and we'll come back and let Kofi finish his thoughts there a little bit later in the show. Let's take a break. You're watching the OG Strike Zone. We'll be back in just a moment. Now you can live in Texas and not have a good red meat blend. Texas Cowboy Dust is designed for steak and other red meats. It's out to be my most popular spice blend, made with onions, peppers, ground mushrooms, pink salt, and other spices. Texas Cowboy Dust also goes great with chicken, pork, vegetables, and has a restaurant quality sheen to gravies and sauces. <laughs> It's like a loop machine. All around town, trying to get down. Vanilla smoked sea salt seasoning is for seafood. The tarragon and fennel bring out the natural sweetness in seafood. I also use it in rice dishes, on yams, asparagus, blueberry pancakes, and believe it or not, chocolate chip cookies. Vanilla smoked sea salt adds a salty and savory component to sweet dishes that create a symphony for the time. For my people that don't get to see me, trying to remind you who you are just like in Romans 3. See, we about to blow across the world just like a day that's breezy. This motivation for the people and this classic Bible teaching say, hey, this for my people that don't get to see me, trying to remind you who you are just like in Romans 3. See, we about to blow across the world just like a day that's breezy. This motivation for the people and this classic Bible teaching say, hey, hey. Motivation. It's been difficult because I hadn't been able to see my grandchildren. An expression on someone's face when you do something nice for them. 
I miss all my friends in school. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccine. Nope. Nope. You want him? Ooh, I like him. The Quicker Picker Upper. Bounty picks up messes quicker, and each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less. He's an eight. He's a nine. Bounty, the Quicker Picker Upper. to getting ticks instead of watching flicks. Before we can safely get out there, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your crew. This is Ryan Fulford. A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. This is the Dean of the College of HBCU Sports, Kenyatta Cavill of Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every Tuesday from 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live, YouTube Spreaker, or the BCSN app. As we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the sporting HBCU dashboard, as well as the upcoming week of HBCU sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Cavill's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. Are you ready? It's time. The inaugural Urban NerdCon is coming to Montgomery, Alabama, July 29th through the 31st. Blurds, nerds, and geeks from across the universe will converge on the capital city to see celebrity guests such as The Last Dragon, Tybok, Megan Tandy, and voice actor Dave Fenoy. Hey, how you doing? I'm voice actor Dave Fenoy with a shout out to all my geeks, freaks, and urban nerds. Just want to let you know, I'm going to be there, and I want to meet you at the Urban NerdCon Gaming and Cosplay event. It's happening July 29th through the 31st in Montgomery, Alabama. Hope you want to meet me as much as I want to meet you. So join us by visiting TheUrbanNerdCon.net for ticket and vendor information. This will be the premier blurred event in the universe. TheUrbanNerdCon.net. Our heroes, our villains, our stories... Everyone's con. See you there. Whether it's advice on managing your anxiety or tools to help you stay grounded, Coping 19 provides a range of resources and self-care tips to help you cope with this pandemic. We can help. Find the resources that work best for you at coping-19.org.
Itchy, squirmy, scratchy. Family not getting clean? Get Charmin Ultra Strong. Go get him! It just cleans better. With a diamond weave texture, your family can use less while still getting clean. Goodbye, itchy squirm. Hello, clean bottom. <laughs> <laughs> we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin? Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN, we really appreciate what it is that you, got, you guys do for us. It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition, and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids' apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCU Pride Joy on Facebook and Twitter. It's a, it's a loaded backfield here right now on the ONG Strike Zone. Let's go. You know us, me, Brian, Kelvin, Kofi. Joining us, our playing guest, Allison Posey, sports director, ABC 27. Hello, Allison. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Marcus of Green, of course, who's always a contributor of the show, helps with our guests and our recruiting, so we appreciate him. And then look who popped in. We were just talking about this young man, one of the two who came with Coach Simmons. It's the X-Man himself, Xavier Smith, wide receiver, uh, Florida A&M University. Uh, so we'll start with you, Xavier. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm feeling good, and I'm happy to be here. All right, all right. Well, look, I, I told you we appreciate you coming in. So I'm going to start with the first question because it's it's courtesy of your teammate, Darian Oxendine, right? This comes directly from him, courtesy of Darian. So, you know, get ready for this. He said, first uh, off, he said, would you be willing to show us your touchdown celebration that you have planned? I figure you might want to show it now while there's no other teams here. <laughs> You know that. Just put that out there. And then, secondly, he said, "What's the nickname for this year? What's the nickname that we're going with this year?" So first off, I can't show y'all the touchdown celebration. That's a secret. We're gonna say that for the first game, you know. But we've been practicing it. We've been working on it. So we're gonna definitely pull it out when the first game come. And the, the the name I'm going to go with this year, we're going to stick with the X-Man. I know everybody know that. Everybody call me that. So we're going to stick with the X-Man this year. Let's go. All right. Well, look, we're, we're going to go with our guest first. So we'll go Allison and then Marcus, and then we'll swing it around to uh, Kofi and, uh, and uh, Kelvin. So, Allison, we give it up to our guest. What's your first question for Xavier? 
Oh gosh, so we're asking questions now. <laughs> <laughs> you thought yeah, you were just going to come in and be interviewed, right? See? <laughs> appar- apparently. I mean, n- normally I'm the one asking the questions. I was looking forward to, to being asked questions for once. But no, I mean, seriously, I guess just uh, looking ahead to the season, uh, you know, I had a chance to talk to Coach Simmons the other day, and he said that you guys have something to prove because this might be the biggest season for Florida and in football in a long time, just because expectations right. are so high for you as a player, how high are the expectations and how excited are you to start this season and get this season underway? Uh, when we talking about expectations, I feel as though since I've been here, the expectations has been high. It's Florida and them and the standard has always been set at excellent, and it's never been nothing lower than that. So for me, it's the same as it always been every year. And um, what was the second question? <laughs> How, How ready are you, are you to, to start this season? Oh, I'm, I'm really excited. Just I've been sweating. I've been getting chill buns, just ready for the season, just ready for camp to start. I'm ready. I'm excited. I got the jitters, so... You know, camp starts next Thursday, and I'm ready to roll. All right. Marcus, go ahead. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Xavier. Because um, my question for you is, uh, I mean, last year was great for FAMU football, you know, going 9-2, making it to the playoffs. Have you noticed a discernible difference between last year's squad and what you've seen this year that would take it even higher? Most definitely just a brotherhood, just us being together more as a team. We've been hanging out. We've been doing a lot of team bonding. We've been doing extra work together. It's like everything we've been doing, it's always been team. And we've been doing things that's player-led. And in the previous seasons, we never did. We never did activities. We never did sessions such as seven on seven or working out that was player led having team meetings that's player led and this year we've been doing a lot of things that's player led without the coaches just taking it upon ourselves to show like we ready to go and we ready to play and that's the biggest difference i can see and i say discipline we've been a lot more disciplined this year as well so thank you good job good job kelvin what do you got Zay, so you got a new offensive coordinator coming in, uh, Coach Henry, uh, who, who's previously with the program. Uh, right. Went away for a couple of years, but now he's back. Um, you know, Coach Black is in the NFL now. Um, right, right, right. Do you anticipate a significant difference in terms of how you'll be utilized going into the to this season? And tell me about your own, your personal goals and your team goals going into this season. Um, I, I don't think I'd be utilized any different. I think every coach in the room, every every all of my teammates, they know what I could do. And and it's not even really been worried about myself, just whether I have to make ways to get other guys to succeed. That's just what I'm willing to do. I really haven't been worried about what the coach is going to do to try to get me the ball because I know for a fact they got ways and – I just want to be able to help other guys make plays, help other guys get open, whether team scheme for me or not. I want I want those guys to succeed just as much as I succeed myself. So that's really been my main focus, just 
bringing bringing other guys along, not really focused on what I'm going to do or what the other coaches got doing for me. I've been helping the other guys, and that's my main focus. And when those doors open for me to make plays, I'll make those plays. Okay, so what about team goals and, and personal goals for the season? Team goals, we want to win it all, and that's nothing less than that. We want we want those rings, and we're not settling for nothing less than that this year. So that'll, that'll definitely be um, the team goals. And as for personal goals, I really haven't set none for myself. I'm just going to work hard. I'm going to take it day by day, and at the end of the season, we'll see what my work has um, done for me. Good job. Kofi, go ahead and finish it off for uh, Xavier. Man, you sound focused like you just ready to just go <laughs> ahead and just and just bust on through the scenes. You've done Adidas. You've done all these great things. Let me ask you this. So Jackson State is going to bring, like, press coverage. They like to do one-on-one coverage. Have you all been watching? Have you all been working on uh, those things in particular in practice and, and getting ready for that game down there in Miami? Uh, we still got North Carolina first, so that's the game we we mainly focused on. But as of right now, um, we really haven't been focused on no teams. The only team that we trying to beat is FAMU, and as long as we as long as we Let's better go. than FAMU each and every day, and we'll be all right. Let's go! I love it. You sound you sound like a polished veteran, Xavier. Uh love it. Yeah, he <laughs> Coach, Coach listening. Simmons is hey. hey. Coach Simmons did a great job. Up. He did a great job bringing you up here. It'll you'll have a good time tomorrow. Hey, uh, Xavier, let people know how they can find you, how Rattler Nation can find you and follow you and support you and everything that you're doing. Uh, so my my Instagram is at shantime nineteen s h a s h i n e t i m e nineteen, and you can follow me on Twitter as well shantime underscore eight six three. Shine time. I like that. I like that. Well, hey, when prime time, when shine time meets prime time, that's going to be a picture right there. All right. That's going to be a picture uh, that somebody's going to have to take uh, tomorrow. All right. Uh, So, hey, uh, everybody, give it up wherever you are. Give it up for the X-Man. All right. We give it up uh, to you. And, uh, hey, uh, we appreciate you taking time, Xavier, to stop through Uh, tomorrow noon. You, Coach Simmons and uh, Isaiah Land, you guys will be up on stage. But we'll get a chance to chat more tomorrow all right uh thank you for coming right. over and talking with us man appreciate you i think i thank you guys for having me all right all right that's uh xavier smith a quick little impromptu uh visit uh for coming on over and uh so now we, wow. we turn back to uh our, our we, we had planned this segment the talking with allison posey sports director of abc 27 uh allison and everything you do in sports as uh you know, we, we make a quick adjustment here on the fly. With everything you do in sports journalism and sports media, how often things like that where you just you got to make a quick pivot and you were playing in this and you got to make a quick pivot to that? I'll tell you, my favorite saying is it's better to be lucky than good. I can't tell you how many stories I've stumbled into because I've been somewhere else. Um I was at Florida A&M just the other day and doing a story on the the weight room and summer workouts, why it's important. And Marquise Bell was there working out. 
didn't mean to do that. Better to be lucky than good. So, uh, yeah, just just all the time. That's this business. You got to roll with it, but that's what makes it fun. Right, right. Now, for for uh, one of the things, obviously, uh, for you guys out there, if you're not following Allison on Twitter, that's A-L-I-S-O-N-P-O-S-E-Y-14 uh, on Twitter. Um Great video packages, great cover of FAMU. And again, I'm, I haven't lived in Tallahassee in 25 years, but um, I, uh, I enjoy your the, the packages and the presentations and the stories that you tell, not just of FAMU, but of all uh, sports. What what is sort of your your background? I remember you say you're from Tallahassee, but but in terms of sports and wanting to cover sports and really stay in your hometown, what's that been like? Or maybe give people the the maybe uh, the little background on on you a little bit. All right, kind of a little lowdown on me. So I was born in Tallahassee. Uh, my parents went to Florida State. Uh, my dad's originally from Gainesville, though, so I was about a year and a half old, and we moved back to Gainesville. Um, it was a very strange childhood, being raised in Gator Country by Florida State fans. Um, I have vivid memories as a kid watching Florida Florida State games, and I grew up in the '90s, so Florida Florida State was very very heated in the '90s, and my parents would just scream at the TV the entire time, be it for Florida or Florida State. So. My sister is a diehard Seminole. Uh, she cheers for Florida on occasion, but she's her wardrobe is 99% Florida State stuff. Um, I've honestly always been a fan of both teams. Um, it was very weird. Uh, like I said, I would have Florida State stuff, Florida stuff. Um, so yeah, I kind of grew up very, very strange. But I was always an athlete, um, played basketball, softball in high school growing up, uh, earned a softball scholarship, played two years in community college, decided softball is not going to make me any money, so I <laughs> needed to get a degree to get a real job, and my coach at the time was like, why don't you go into sports broadcasting, like, you are an athlete, um, you know, you love sports, you watch sports anyways, why don't you get paid to talk about it, and that's exactly what I did, I went to the University of Florida, um, got my journalism degree. I volunteered at the radio station, dove right in. I mean, I was at Florida during, you know, the peak time to be there, the Tim Tebow years, got to cover that 2008 national championship game. It was a great time to be a student there. I learned a lot. Uh, after I graduated from Florida, I went and worked for four and a half years in Panama city. Uh, so not too far from Tallahassee. I uh, covered some great junior college athletics, covered Florida State kind of on the side, and then the sports director job came open here at uh, WTXL and took it. I knew that I wanted to be back in big-time athletics. Um, I had friends that went to Florida A&M, so I knew very well uh, how good Florida A&M was growing up, and I, you know, it's, it's been a blast. I've been here. I just celebrated seven years in Tallahassee. I cannot believe I've been here that long, but it has been an incredible thing. I've got to cover several national champions over all kinds of sports. You know, we cover Valdosta State, too, which is one of the best Division II schools in the country. Uh, Tallahassee Community College as well, uh, who won a 2018 national championship in women's hoop. So it's been a wild ride, but I love it. Um, you know, I always say I don't. I play slow pitch softball for fun. I'm a washed up athlete, but I get to live vicariously through all these incredible people that I get to cover. So I'm living the dream, man. I love it. Every day I get to wake up and do something I love. 
I, I like that. A washed up athlete. I, I, I may have to start using that. I, I like that. I'm definitely washed up. Uh, hey, Marcus, I'm going to give you the. knees hurt. You can't help it. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Marcus, I'll give you the first question as our uh, our solid contributor. You helped pull this interview together. And I know you got a, a few thoughts and questions for uh, Allison. So uh, fire away. I do. I have to pick. Um, let me start with this one. And there's been a lot of talk going around and, you know, all the things going on with, with FAMU athletics. Mm-hmm. If you were to construct the ideal FAMU athletic director, not necessarily a person, but characteristics or attributes, what attributes would you pour into the pot to take us to the next level? I think you have to have somebody. I don't think I know you have to have somebody that understands HBCU that athletics. Me? That's me. Uh, but that understands HBCU athletics, that knows the struggles, the things you have to go through with HBCU athletics. So you have to have somebody familiar, but I also think you have to have somebody familiar with Florida A&M, what they've gone through, what they've been through, and how we can get past those to get to the next level. Somebody that knows how to raise money, invest money, keep those APR scores up, retain good coaches, um, you know, Mike Smith is the perfect example of this. You know, we've talked about this a lot. Um, coaches leaving, coaches going to different jobs because they're getting paid more money. That's not something that we we want to have if we want to bring this program back to, to the next level, um, which FAMU is a national brand. I mean, the, the fact that we have coaches leaving and going to other SWAC schools is insane to me. Um, so that has to happen, but you have to have an athletic director that understands Florida A&M and the unique things that make Florida A&M, Florida A&M and want to make it better. And maybe the things that they lack want to make those stronger. And I think those are the qualities that you have to have, uh, to bring this program back up. And I said, Mike Smith, I met Mike Rice. I apologize for that. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Sorry. Well, what do you got, Kelvin? So, Allison, you're everywhere, right? Uh, high school, yeah. local sports, all the colleges that you mentioned and so forth. Uh, so it's obvious about your passion in, in doing sports journalism. Um, just kind of talk about um, some of your favorites, right? And, um, and, and then your experiences, what you enjoy about FAMU coverage specifically. I, I, my favorite, I mean, I grew up playing softball. I mean, that's my, that's my sport. Um, so to meet, you know, coach Wiggins, when she was here, just an incredible ambassador to the sport of softball. She had a great relationship with Florida state. It was always fun to see Lonnie and her relationship at FSU. So that was really cool. Um, but softball's softball's my jam guys. Like that's what I played in college. That's what I love to love to cover. Um, there's nothing like football season. Um, I mean, it's football. I mean, it's, it's, it's a blast. I mean, from Friday nights, high school, you go to these small towns that completely shut down on Friday nights to cover (laughs) that and then wake up Saturday and, you know, be at Doak or be at Bragg or head on over to Valdosta State and watch some of the best U2 players in the country play. I mean, there's there's nothing like that Friday night to 
to Saturday turnaround where you're dog tired from Friday night, running around, putting together a 15 minute football special and then waking up Saturday to do it all over again. And I'll tell you this, I'd seen the hundred before um, just cause I mean, everybody knows the hundred. I mean, especially growing up in Florida, two hours down the road, I'd seen them right. play at a game. Um, you know, I remember when they performed at the Super Bowl halftime show with Prince. My mother's a huge Prince fan, so she was glued to the TV anyways. Um, so watching that was incredible. But there is nothing like that first time in Bragg when you walk in and the fan experience. I remember the first game I covered, I stepped out of the car and the smell of the tailgates. I was like, what <laughs> is being cooked here? Like... I mean, full on, just, it was incredible. I mean, the whole area shuts down. I had never seen anything like that. And to walk into Bragg and it be so loud and so passionate and you have fans. I think the unique thing about Bragg, it's a big stadium and holds 30,000 people, but it feels so intimate because you walk onto the field and it's just loud and the fans are loud and when the hundred does the halftime performance, I mean, you just, you don't leave at halftime. You don't go get a drink. You don't go to the bathroom. You sit and you watch. There is nothing like covering a football game at Bragg Memorial Stadium. It's incredible. It's an incredible experience. And I tell everybody, if you haven't gone to a game, go. You'll never experience anything like it. It's unreal. Agreed. And now you have uh, now we got now we got bleachers with uh, more more room in between the rows, so it's even a yeah. more enjoyable experience now. You know, uh, Kofi, go ahead. What do you got? So, what were your top three games that you've experienced in covering FAMU football? Um, what would you say would be your top three? I mean, the classic every year. I mean, if you had to pick one. Let's pick last year because that's the best one in, in a long time. <laughs> uh, I, I think last year was really cool, too, because to see Coach Simmons lift that trophy after so many tough losses and the losing streak and being able to snap that, it's just, I mean, it was just so emotional, I think, for a lot of people. And that that was definitely definitely cool and again the classic if no one's ever gone to the classic go i mean just an incredible experience i've i've gone every year since i've been here but that game for sure um oh goodness the southern game that game was insane that game was loud just the bands going back and forth i mean my ears were ringing after i remember i got back to the station and our anchor was like <laughs> Can you hear? And I was like, no, I can't. So, <laughs> I mean, my ears are like, what? Yeah, it, I mean, it was on just, again, there's just nothing like just the battle of the bands. It's just, it, it's just, I mean, you guys have been famous fans forever. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here, but it's just, it, there's nothing like it. Um, the third game, and I'm trying to pick a different sport here because I'm showing football too much love. Um <laughs> You know, there's been a, I, I am, and I, I love it, guys, but there's too much love for, for the football team, which they deserve it, but, but we got to go with something else. Uh, let's do, 
You know, I like FAMU baseball games a lot. Uh, the, the baseball fans are really passionate. You got the old timers that come out wearing the, the shirts and from years ago. FAMU baseball games are a lot of fun, too. Um, and, you know, they're, they're doing the field, which I'm old school. I don't like turf. I, I, I think it's I'm a purist. I, I like clay on the uniform. So when Saul changed their field, my heart broke a little bit. Uh, and Coach Orr told me, she was like, yeah, she's like, sometimes the cleats melt because it gets so hot. But, I mean, family baseball games are a blast, too. So if I had to pick a third, and I think it's just because I'm a softball baseball nut, uh, family baseball games are a lot of fun. But, yeah, that's Southern game and any classic game, especially last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus, awesome. uh, what – what do you what do you got, Marcus? Give us a give us another question that you that you got for uh, for Allison. Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as the season coming up for the school year, who which team at FAMI would you pick having a breakout season based on what they've done in the off season and your observations? Volleyball, hands down. They've added, I want to say, four transfers. Uh, NC State, Grambling, after that mess over at Grambling that happened. Um, they, they've got a lot of transfers, but their coach, Gokan, I've known him for a while. He actually runs one of the uh, volleyball um, like elite teams in Tallahassee. So I've known him for many, many years. Guy's an incredible coach. But, I mean, first year in the SWAC, Jackson State was a heck of a volleyball team. Um, for them to take that SWAC title over Jackson State was was huge. Um, that volleyball team is poised for big things. Like I said, Gokan's a great coach. They picked up a lot of really good, solid transfers. The girl from NC State, I mean, she was nationally ranked in a lot of categories, guys. So volleyball, I think, I would. it's a breakout year, but it's also a year for them to build because they did win that SWAC title last year. So it's about... How can you improve this year? And I think they've got really good transfers, and I only think they're going to build on that success and have a have a bigger year than they did last year. Yeah. Thank wow. you. Hey, hey uh, Allison. Before we before we let you go, I I uh, appreciate your time and adjusting, jumping in there with Xavier earlier, and then hanging in this long. So I, before we go, I, I got to ask you tomorrow Swag Media Day. Uh, so mm-hmm. I want to get any predictions that you have now, you know, you don't have to pick FAMU to finish first or win the conference. If, but you know, I, that no pressure, no pressure now. So that's not this kind that's not this kind of show. We tell the truth here. Right. So wait a minute, say that again. Kelly. I have a feeling people, I have a feeling people are going to come after me if I pick anybody else, but FAMU, right? <laughs> you can't go on a FAMU podcast and not pick FAMU. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let me rephrase the question then. I'll, I'll, I'll go this route. I'll go this route. Outside of FAMU winning the East, uh, how do you see the SWAC West looking? Who will they play in the championship? And maybe what's a game or two uh, on the home schedule that you think will be uh, highly entertaining to attend? Oh, man. Um I will answer your question, though. I do think FAMU, after the way last season ended, and Zay talked about it there, He, this team, they're hungry, guys. I mean, I think anybody that's paid attention to this team 
they don't like the way they didn't like that loss to Jackson State uh, at, at the beginning of it. Um, they they were motivated by that all year. Uh, they missed the Celebration Bowl. Um, you know, they did get that that berth in the FCS playoffs, which was huge. I mean, it was the first time in two decades. It's a big deal. But they want to win that Celebration Bowl. They, they that's what they want. That is their goal. Um, I think that hands down is the the motivation. If you talk to the guys, and I talked to the guys last week, I was there, and just judging from everything that they've said this summer is that they're they're hungry. They've been working harder this summer than they ever have because they don't want to experience that again. Um, you know, they want to be, they want to win the classic again. You know, you don't want to be this kind of one in, one and done, one in, you know, we broke the streak. Let's, let's move on. But no, I think out of the West, it's going to be Jackson State again, guys. Let's be honest. Um, they're the team, you know, Travis Hunter, we want to say what we say about him. I mean, the guy's going to be tough. Um, he's going to. I mean, he's, he's going to be tough, guys. So, oh, goodness. Who are we going to face in the Celebration Bowl? Oh, we can even scale it back. In the championship game from the West, from the West, who who looks like a tough, you know, Alcorn, Southern, Grambling, Prairie View, you know, Southern's those are the four. Tough, and Southern's just tough because it's an old school rivalry. It's loud. Um, you know, we do have them here this year, which does help. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, mm-hmm. game's, that game's late in the season. Um, yeah. It's after homecoming. After homecoming I game. Think, yeah, it's after that homecoming game. It's right before the Classic. Southern is going to be, I think, the, the team. That's going to be the one to get to at home. Just begin again, like I talked about earlier. That game when they played a couple years ago. Was it 2019 when they played at yep. Bragg? Yeah, 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Yes. That was the loudest game. I mean, and that that was packed. I think there were thirty-two thousand people at that game. I mean, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be the game to get to. I think at home. So you talk about a home game. Um, it's gonna be Southern. I think personally, uh, mm-hmm. and it's late in the season. A team is a lot different than they are at the beginning of the year. That's why last year when you lost to Jackson State at the beginning of the year. I was like, guys, that first of all, that game was rainy the whole time. It was a disgusting game, and it was it was a it was a slugfest. It was low scoring. It was raining the whole time, and a different ball team from the beginning of the end of the year. And you saw what they did at the end of the year. I mean, they lost to South Carolina State. So, <laughs> if we're being honest, so yeah, Southern. That's going to be my big my big get. All right, all right. Well, hey, uh, the folks in the chat room—they love you, Allison. You're getting lots of uh, lots of pl- uh, props, and I think you got a lot a lot of viewers already. But uh, even more uh, now that you you come into the ONG, uh, and, and you know, we, we we know you're out there doing great things, covering FAMU and all of the sports in Tallahassee. The big story—I'm going to be looking for your stories on how you guys manage to cover these days where you got. Uh, FSU home games and FAMU home games on the same day. I that 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 good luck covering that. I don't know how you guys in the in the sports media in Tallahassee are covering that, but uh, good luck on those days. How many days are there? Like three or four days like that? There's three. There's three. But but I will tell you this: what helps us this year, Valdosta State is not at home 
they're not all three on the same day this year for the first time since I've been here. So that helps a lot. But Florida State, and obviously the big one is the homecoming game. They're both at home for homecoming. So we have family wow, at Arkansas. Yeah, Florida State is Georgia Tech. I've heard hotels are already sold out. So if y'all don't have hotels, oh, they're gone. They're gone. Good they're luck. Gone. <laughs> yeah, you 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 know now if you want to put if you if you would put your home up as an Airbnb now, Allison, you let us know hey, if you're gonna go out of I town. Can, and you I put your make, home I up. I can make big money off of that. I might have to consider that. I don't know where I'm gonna go, but I, I right I right. I don't know where you're gonna go for about six months. <laughs> right, right. And we can find a sponsor. Maybe we can find a sponsor for the show and just do the show from Allison's house, uh, Airbnb style, you know, whatever. Whatever we got to do. We're just trying to get there. You know, otherwise we'll be at Kelvin's house. That's what he doesn't want. You know, we'll be at Kelvin's house for, uh, for homecoming. So, <laughs> Hey, you won't be alone then. <laughs> See, exactly. See what I mean? See what I mean? That's why we got to find an alternative. Hey, uh, Allison, thanks for coming on tonight. We appreciate all your coverage. Uh, FAMU Athletics. Uh, again, you guys go make sure follow Allison on Twitter at Allison Posey14. That's Allison with one L. And uh, you make sure to give her a shout out. And uh, we appreciate you. All right, Allison, we'll see you out on the football field during the season or one of these press conferences that I always see you at. We'll see you on the road. Yes, I'll see you there. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes, indeed. All right. Hey, we're going to come back. Quick break. Come back. Marcus is going to stick around. We're going to talk SWAC predictions. I'm seeing a few fam, you folks popping in. Josh Padilla in the house. Ty Floyd in the house. I give a shout out to Ty Floyd over there. We're doing some work with ESPN. So uh, good times. Uh, We'll be back in just a moment. You're watching the ONG Strike Zone. Now, you can live in Texas and not have a good red meat blend. Texas Cowboy Dust is designed for steak and other red meats. It's out to be my most popular spice blend, made with onions, peppers, ground mushrooms, pink salt, and other spices. Texas Cowboy Dust also goes great with chicken, pork, vegetables, and has a restaurant-quality sheen to gravies and sauces. It's like a loot machine. Vanilla smoked sea salt seasoning is for seafood. The tarragon and fennel bring out the natural sweetness in seafood. I also use it in rice dishes, on yams, asparagus, blueberry pancakes, and believe it or not, chocolate chip cookies. Vanilla smoked sea salt adds a salty and savory component to sweet dishes that create a symphony for the tongue. For my people that don't get to see me Trying to remind you who you are Just like in Romans 3 See, we about to blow across the world Just like a day that's breezy This motivation for the people And this classic Bible teaching say Hey, this for my people that don't get to see me Trying to remind you who you are Just like in Romans 3 See, we about to blow across the world Just like a day that's breezy This motivation for the people And this classic Bible teaching Hey, 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 hey Motivation it's been difficult because I hadn't been able to see my grandchildren. An expression on someone's face when you do something nice for them. I miss all my friends in school. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccine. Nope. Nope. Want him? Ooh, I like him. Quick! <laughs> 
The Quicker Picker Upper. Bounty picks up messes quicker, and each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less. He's an eight. He's a nine. Bounty, the Quicker Picker Upper. to the ONG strike zone. Brian, Kelvin, Kofi, Marcus Green there. Kelvin looks like he got stuck in limbo there. Um, Might have got stuck there. It's a beautiful picture of him smiling, though. Uh, so we'll go. wait on Kelvin to come back. Hey, uh, you guys out there watching us on uh, Facebook and YouTube, appreciate you hitting the thumbs up button, liking the show, sharing the feed. But more importantly than that, please go let Darian Oxendine know. Go let uh Xavier Smith go let Allison Posey know that you appreciate them coming on the show you appreciate them talking with us uh sharing some information go support where you can that that that's just as big as anything for us because uh it it just helps us get more guests so that way uh when Marcus when Marcus when you send out these emails and twitters to people uh people are more likely to respond right Marcus you getting a <laughs> I I don't I've had a pretty good track record. There's some that haven't responded. So Okay, we won't talk, we won't talk about them. We won't talk about them, you know. We I know a few might be a few people up in Lee Hall that may not reply, you know, because of Kofi, but whatever. We ain't worried about them. We ain't worried about them. Um hey, we um I'm not sure what I haven't seen anything from are uh, from Kelvin. So, hey, let's talk uh, real quick. Let's talk, as it was mentioned, volleyball real quick. Volleyball got some new transfers in. Um, Allison just mentioned it in in that last segment. Uh, we picked up two transfers, one from Grambling, the other from North Carolina State. Um, mm-hmm. The first young lady, uh, Nina Simone Sharpton. She's a setter. Uh, she's actually from Park Vista, which is in Lake Worth, Florida, class of 2018. Uh, she went to NC State out in Raleigh, um, played a couple of years for NC State, finished seventh in the ACC last season, went 10 and 8 in conference, 16 and 13 overall. She's a grad transfer, so she has two years of eligibility remaining um and and one of the things hey breaking news that we didn't even know allison was saying that she was highly ranked coming out of high school so that's uh, mm-hmm. that bodes well in terms of uh you know the depth i don't I, I gotta look kelvin do you remember i know we lost uh graduated uh jessa long who was the li- uh, libero um uh, but our setter did come back though if i'm not mistaken correct on that or do you recall correct right Yes, just, okay. just long was the only major contributor that we lost off last year's team. And also, okay. uh, um, um, the young lady you just mentioned has a brother who's uh, on campus also. And as, some, as a family, they have some ties to FAMU. Um, so. Okay. Okay. So that's that's a good – so, yeah, I mean, that that's a good fit then uh, for Nina uh, Sharpton. And uh, as as mentioned, we lost Jess Along, who was the libero and defensive player of the year in the SWAC. Well, hey, before Jess Along and FAMU came into the SWAC, Jada Taylor 
she was that girl. She was that it girl, that it libero. She was the swag libero of the year and the defensive. She was actually the preseason defensive player of the year before anybody, you know, knew that Jessa Long and who she was and what FAMU was going to be about. But uh, Jada Long was, uh, so she now transfers from Grambling. Of course, if you haven't been paying attention to the stuff that's going on over there, uh, that's a whole nother show, uh, a whole nother topic in another space. But, but uh, we're glad to have Jada. Uh, she's uh, from Cedar Ridge High School, Round Rock, Texas, class of 2020. She played two seasons at Grambling. Of course, as mentioned, she was the defensive player, or she was actually the libero of the year during the COVID year. So that was spring 2021 uh, when she they had the volleyball season in the spring. So she has two years of eligibility. You know, I was looking at some of the stats, uh, whether it be – the, the one, two in terms of uh, defense and, and that position, it was Jessa Long and Jada Taylor. So the fact that FAMU did as well as it did in the conference mm-hmm. is probably the reason why Jessa won the award. But if Jessa didn't win it, it was going to be Jada Taylor's to win. So we, that's a big get to, uh, it's almost like, Hey, we, we, we don't lose a step in that key position. Um, and so having Jada, Jada come on board uh, is huge for, for the program. Uh, you guys, any thoughts, Kelvin, uh, any thoughts there? And then go to Marcus guys quickly. Any thoughts? Tim Chippo bus, man. We, 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 we've got the team to do it. We've got the coaching staff yeah. to do it. They have a new floor at Gaither gym. So, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be looking good in, in their uniforms and, and on, um, on Gaither, they'll be playing at Gaither, which is a more intimate setting a better environment for uh, women's volleyball. I know Coach Gokhan is really excited about it and, and happy about it. And uh, and I'm sure he'll be on the show probably in a couple of weeks right before they kick off their uh, their um, fall practices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marcus, we got three transfers early. You got three transfers early. We had Miss Aja Jones. We interviewed her earlier in the spring. So she came from Florida Gulf Coast. And there are other two young ladies that came over the summer maybe about a month ago, or at least it was reported or they posted on social media about a month ago. So we have a young lady that transferred from Colorado State, uh, that being um, Brooke Hudson. And also we have someone who's had a lot of high accolades and actually Gatorade Player of the Year uh, in for the state of Maryland when she's a senior in high school. And she played, um, I think, just her freshman year at Murray State. Her name is Brooke Watts. So they've all come. So we've got five, at least five transfers on the volleyball team in key positions. So Coach uh, Gilcons was just reloading. So kind of like what Allison said and like uh, Kelvin just said, it's championship or bust, and they're loading up the teams. Any thoughts you want to add in there, Kofi? Um, man, he's guru and everything and everything. So, um, no, nah, man, uh, this volleyball conversation, I mean, it's, it's definitely championship or bust. And uh, what else is coming down the pipe, Brother Marcus? <laughs> For volleyball? Let's oh, say, okay. let's switch, uh, let's switch sports. Let's say, uh, let's say football. Okay, for football, uh, we did have a young man that appears interested in FAMU. We, I saw something on Instagram that said he was committed. Didn't come from his official account, but he transferred from Virginia State. Uh, young man by the name of Marquez Phillips. And so that looks to be a positive and also someone that I guess we had kept an eye on for the last year or so 
coming out of Rickards, Christopher Williams, uh, not the singer, but the, the offensive line. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. Not the singer. And he looks like a big dude. Yeah. Christopher Williams, the golden pipes. Uh <laughs> Not the singer. That's funny. Everybody, you know how old we are. The fact that we all thought that joke oh, at the yeah. same time. That just tells you yeah. how old we are. We just, we just showed our age right there. Um, so wait a minute. Let me go back for a second. So you said, uh, Marquez. He, I thought I read that he was committed or not. Did he? I, not I, officially. Help me in. Not official. Okay. So just, uh, he's what, 6'2. It's got two years of eligibility from out of Washington, D.C. What's interesting about him, went to Virginia State, uh, led the team in receptions, receiving yards, and touchdowns. Also, receiving yards per game and receptions per game. Now, take take into consideration that, you know, Virginia State really – pass for under 200 yards per game. So it's not like they were slinging the ball all over the field. Uh, but Virginia State was fifth amongst 12 teams in the CIAA. And there was really only one really ridiculous passing offense in the CIAA, and that was at Shawan. Uh Everybody else was kind of like 228 yards or under per game. So if if he does come, I think that's a great addition to the receiving room and uh you know we'll see i, I real quick because i obviously we have oxidine we have zay how long are we holding on to the rat boys 2.0 thing I'm, I'm just i'm just trying i feel like this was like 2019 we're in year three of now and i know there was a covid year how long when do we transition to 3.0 or do we what do we do there i'm just i'm just throwing that out there i anybody yeah, I don't know why you threw that out there, man. It, it's going to be that right, kind of right. sick. <laughs> those guys graduate. You know? they, I mean, they, they've been here for three Well, who's years. the last one? Who's the last one? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who's the last one? Because obviously when the first rack, when when uh, it was Kanan, I think Kanan was the youngest. When he left, then it was, it was over. He was the youngest one back then, but. Eventually, it went away. I'm just, I'm not trying to say I want it to go away. I'm I am. But it sounds like you wanted to go away. I'm you know I'm just you know. Sound like okay. you've been a hater. Oh, stop it! Come on, man. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, any other who else? Who else is coming on board, Marcus? Any other? Any other recruits? Uh, any other names? What do we got there? Uh, let me see. I have to go back a couple weeks. Let me see. Well, we did, did get it. We did sign up. A long snapper ahead, from sorry. Tallahassee. He did, we did sign a long snapper. So, you know, I think, I mean, just look at everyone that's come that's in important. between the transfers and the signees. Coach Simmons is just building up the quality depth. I mean, you could really see it from the folks that he's bringing in. He's not loading up the first team and just trying to have a superstar first team. And I'm not saying that, you know, to slight any particular team or anything, but you look like he's, he's building up. <laughs> he's, he's building up depth at every position, including long snapper, running backs, wide receivers. We've got a lot of wide receivers, but you know, if you can just bring wave after wave of six, two guys or speedy guys, somebody's eventually going to get tired. So, and you got kicker, you know, we signed, we're signing a lot of local talent too, especially on the special teams area. Signed the young man out of Leon, uh, Jack Brooks. 
to be the, the kicker, you know, come in as a freshman because eventually, you know, eventually, um, you know, Romo Martinez is going to graduate, I guess, this year. And yeah. also – Guys eventually got to leave. Yeah, they eventually got to graduate. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're building depth. Yep, so we're building up depth so we don't have a, a fall off for continuation. And the same thing you see for receivers, running backs, and all all the positions, even the all the transfer O-linemen o- we're bringing in are kind of youngish. So there's a couple older ones, but there's some young ones as well that kind of fill in the gaps. And we still have folks from the local area, from um, Gadsden County and Rickards. We seem to be hitting Rickards pretty hard, too, with depth on long offensive line and a lot of skill positions. So I think we're pretty well set as long you know everybody gets coached up. They fall into the program and, you know, just follow along with what they're being told. Mm-hmm. And you can uh, see the same for volleyball, too. Yes. Yeah, that's a good strategy. Have some depth. Uh, Got to make mention as the preseason awards and all these things come out. Uh, who was it? NCAAF Nation 247 had a ranking of their 2022 top FCS tight ends. Uh, notice Kamari Young come in at number 20. On that list, the only other HBCU tight end was uh, Kamari Averett of uh, Bethune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yep. came in. So, uh, and then uh, Hero Sports just released their top twenty-five for FCS defensive linemen, and of course, uh, Isaiah Land came in number one uh, as the top returning defensive lineman. Um, I think when they did something similar for defensive backs, B.J. Bowler came in. I think he was in the top five, if I'm not mistaken. I don't actually remember what number, but he was top five, uh, i.e. a draft prospect. So um, did, he, did he, anybody catch any other, any, any other uh, list that they uh, want to mention or bring up before we get into talking uh, quickly about the uh, – the SWAC preseason stuff. Anybody? No, I'm ready to talk about that preseason uh, rankings and so forth. All right, all right. So, all right. So let's get into let's get into it here. Here we go. Uh, media day coming up tomorrow. Preseason projections. Let's go with. Uh, let's just quickly before we get into the team aspect. Let's just kind of go with some predictions. Uh, preseason offensive player of the year. Who do you think it will be? Who do you think it should be? That's two different questions, possibly. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's go around the room. Kelvin. Andrew Body would definitely be in the uh, position to win it because he touches the ball all the time. He's returning with another year experience in the system. Uh, he's a playmaker. So him, Shador, um, probably Zay. And I would say Kamari uh, at a – I mean, not Kamari. Yeah, the tight end at a Bethune. I think that would be my my top four right now going into the season. Offensive player of the year. How about, how about you, Kofi? I agree with Kelvin. I mean, I don't see them venturing off. They don't seem to be a, a group of media artists that seems to dig deep and, and, and I want to say take a whole lot of chances. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> um who they're going to go with right now. So it is what it is. So, bam. Marcus, how about you? 
Uh, I would agree with Kelvin, but also think you, I can't remember the young man's name, but the young the running back from Mississippi Valley. I mean, I only watched a couple of games last year, especially the one against against FAMU. But you know, with the quarterback, that apparently they got the number one JUCO quarterback, and so they're going to probably lean heavily on the running game until he gets acclimated. But he really showed some stuff in that game, and I watched a little bit of the Jackson State game where they almost upset them. So I think he's probably a dark horse candidate as well, depending on how he's used and to what degree they uh, leverage off of the momentum they have from recruiting and having some close some close losses last year. And uh, you're talking about Caleb Johnson, the running back from Caleb Johnson. Valley State. Yes, I knew it was Johnson, but I didn't know it was Caleb or, or, or another name. Yes, him. Right, right. I'll be interested to see whether a couple of names, uh, Abdul Fatai Ibrahim, wide receiver from Alabama A&M, how that, I mean, how that offense, if that A&M offense clicks, he could be in the running. I mean, obviously, you know, you're thinking a wide, how could a wide receiver win this award? Well, they've got to put up yards and they got to score touchdowns, you know, ridiculous numbers. You know, you're shaking your head like you don't think a receiver could win this award, Kofi. Not from Alabama A&M. The defenses are too strong on the east side. Uh, I don't see that happening. Um, The one dark horse that I think that you may want to pay attention to is the new quarterback, the transfer quarterback from um, that's at Alabama Alabama State. State. Demetrius Davis. Yeah, Um, I was just Alabama State has a Mm -hmm. Alabama State has a strong offensive line. They've got a number of different playmakers. They. uh, They're going to have a pretty good, solid defense. They had a few new additions. Uh, they have one of FAMU's former uh, offense coordinators um, in Alex Jackson. So uh, that boy is talented. He can play. So, it's good. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, nobody's talking about Alabama State. I know uh, Scotty, my boy Scotty, loves to give Alabama State in a hard time with all that moving and stuff. But uh, I'm trying to tell you that uh, – they're gonna be they're gonna be decent, and you better be ready to play Alabama State and uh, their QB, and he could be a surprise uh, pick for offensive player of the year. There you go. Uh, if not, uh, if not, offensive player of the year, definitely newcomer. We'll get that in a second. Defensive yeah. player of the year, obviously Isaiah will be in the front runner. He'll be a front runner. He'll be a name that people talk about. Give me another name outside of Isaiah Land to uh, pay attention to. We'll go. Uh, we'll start with uh, Markets first. I'm well. I'm going to pick two, and I'm going to one of them is going to be a homer pick. So, uh, the first one I'm going to go with is the young man from Southern. I think it's Jordan Lewis. Yeah, yeah. He off year yeah. last year, he had a bang out year in the spring. Uh, he had an off year last year. It seemed like he was injured, and I don't know if that was because of um, <laughs> because of uh, playing in the spring and he got injured. And I'm going to go with the homer pick with Gentle Hunt. I mean, uh, he showed out there last year. What up? And, uh, Ty Floyd, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Uh, Ty, we're talking about Defensive Player of the Year nominees. Uh, any any name you want to throw out there? Isaiah Land. Outside of Isaiah, maybe. Okay, outside of Isaiah Land, a defensive player. Hmm. I will have to say 
that is up in the air. Y'all better show me what y'all can do. I'm not taking any bets on anybody because there's going to be emerging stars throughout the conference. So that's my input on that. But I hope you guys are doing well. <laughs> I miss you guys over here at the ONG, ONG Strike Zone show. My family, love you guys. And um, don't be affiliated with the thick 46s. Is that what they're called? 46. I think it's 36. 36. 36. 36. You added 10 years. 36. She added, added some numbers. Years. Good. Holy cow. On, Lord man. have mercy. God bless you, Doc. Uh, uh, Kelvin uh, and then Kofi, any defensive nominees who you got? So I, I want to go with the uh, the guy from Sub who transferred from Texas A&M. I forget, oh, I forget, uh, the, I forget. De- the defensive back? The defensive, no, the defensive lineman. I think him teamed up with Jordan Lewis. Gonna gonna be a, a dynamic duo on the defensive front for the Southern, and so uh, so I, I look for him to be in a t- discussion. Uh, I believe Jackson State's uh, 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 what, which one is it? Shiloh Sanders could put, potentially be in the uh, conversation along with the linebacker that came back also. Niles Gaddy, uh, if, if you're who I'm thinking you're talking about for Jackson State. Uh, uh, who you got, Kofi? Well, you know, I, I I really love my man Isaiah Land, but they're gonna be double teaming him all year, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be difficult for him to match the numbers. If he does, he's easily the player of the easily. Oh yeah, because yeah. they're gonna be scheming against him totally, which means somebody else is gonna get freed up. Um. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna dude. go gentle hunt. Mm, I like that. I like that. Uh, Tony put in there Kelvin uh Dumas, Jason Dumas, I think is Jason's yes. first name. Dumas. From Prairie. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's Southern. Southern could be nasty. It'll be interesting. Can't wait to yeah, that, that front can't... four, that four that yeah, that front four is gonna be legit. What's up? Yeah. Uh, one of the interesting things, you guys pay attention to this in terms of teams with the number of transfers. I know at the beginning, like during the signing day, a lot of people were making a, a you know, a lot about the number of signees transfers that Alabama A&M had. Um, it was in the teens. Uh, Southern Southern has almost, you know, uh, 15, 16 transfers as well i mean a lot of you know so between them grambling i i'll be interested to kind of do a count See, here as i'm talking to people what are you gonna say there are a number of different there are a number of different factors with that you know like southern has home games um alabama state alabama AM's two biggest games are on the road they got to play jackson state on the road and they got to play fam you on the road mm-hmm. um Neither one of those games is going to be easy. Uh, then you got Grambling, who doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of home games. And, uh, you know, Coach Dooley, Coach Dooley did a sneaky good job of bringing in talent. And he's a he's a darn good coach. And so that's, it's going to be real interesting. But, um, you know, obviously you have to play the season. And uh, Andrew Body and – Allcorn, nobody's talking really a whole lot about Allcorn and what Allcorn is going to bring to the table, but they're going to be in the mix as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, Allcorn, one of those t- 
top-rated teams that uh, I, I think people will be surprised at. They're getting a, a lot of the metric numbers that we've run. And what I'm seeing out there, even from sites like Massey Ratings, if you follow them, uh, Alcorn is very highly thought of uh, going into this year. And I'd be interested to see whether that comes through in ha- what people who are picking why is for. That? Why, why, why is that? You know, I... I appreciate Massey and all that, but I, I need some tangible things. You know, um, they bring well, they, in, they bring in a, a lot of new. They bring back a running back. Yeah, they bring back a running back though, Duffy. Um, I think defensively, defensively, um, they're bringing back. Um, uh, well, I know they've got the the new coordinator, defensive coordinator, coming over. Uh, to Alcorn, if I'm not mistaken, um, yeah, I think Southern's I think you better. I think this Grambling's better, Texas Southern's gonna be better. I'm just saying they right. they they lost quite a few games. You know they didn't have a typical year last year, and their competition is is, is much better. So I I have to see it. They're gonna show me on that one. Okay, okay, I like that. Uh, let's go through and let's go through some predictions here as we get ready to close the show. Um, East division, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on with a number. How many conference wins will the East winner have, Kelvin? How many conference wins? Conference wins. Name team and wins. Are you just saying you asking so, for the record? I'm I'm asking you. Give me the team. From the East and their number of wins, yes. So I, I'm gonna choose FAMU, and I'm gonna say uh, seven and one. Okay, Kofi. But the one not be Jackson State. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm curious who your one is. I've done my matrix. I have my one. So I, I too have FAMU at seven and one. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm curious. We'll talk offline who your one is. Uh, Kofi, what do you got? I'm going to go eight and oh, how about that? Fam, you. It's going to be a clean okay. sweep. Okay. All right. Marcus, what do you got? I'm thinking the same with Kelvin, the seven and one going with fam, you. Okay. Uh, I'll be interested to find out who your one is. We will have to talk offline, and then uh, I may have to may have to share this, uh, if not tomorrow, next week. We'll have to kind of compare notes. All right, over in the West, this will be interesting. This should be a, interesting to see what you guys come up with. Uh, we'll start with Kofi first. Kofi, who do you have coming out of the West? Team and the number of wins. I'm going to have Southern University coming out of the West um, at – Six and two. Okay. Okay. Marcus, what about you? I'm thinking the same. Mm. You're going six and two as well with Southern. Okay. Uh, Kelvin? It's, it's a clean sweep. I'm going six and two Southern. What do you What do you got? Let me see. I'm to, what are you guys looking at that I'm missing? I'm I'm actually going. I'm going way. I'm going with Alcorn seven and one. I'm going with the Braves seven and one. So, okay. uh, so we've got. I like how you said that. Oh, okay. Um, 
Uh, so all three of you have a SWAC championship consists of FAMU and Southern, uh, which will be a rematch game. I will go FAMU mm-hmm. and Alcorn. Um, we're not even going to get into talking about who's going to win. That, that's, I mean, that's pointless at this point. Um, I'm trying to see if I've got any other, any other, any other metric servers that you guys are curious about. Cause I did a whole bunch of totals and okay, let, here I'm a, a real quick. Cause we wrap the show up. I'm gonna give you a number and you tell me whether this school goes over or under this number of conference wins. All right, ready? Jackson state five and a half over or under over, over, over. Alabama A and M five and a half over or under? Under over. I'm saying mm-hmm. under five and three. Come on, Marcus. On the fence. Let's see how this goes. I am. Uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Go with Calvin five and three. I'm gonna say under. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, Bethune Cookman. Three and a half over or under? Over. Over. Yeah, we're going to need them to knock out some people. Four. Four and four. Kofi? Over. Mm. The return of the Wildcats. Alabama State, three and a half over or under? Tough. Tough. Over. I'm a, I'm gonna go over to it. I believe in that offensive line they have. They legit. Yeah, over. And if they solve their QB problems, we whooped them last year. Yeah. Mm. Um, Mississippi Valley State over or under two and a half. I think I'll get more than two wins, bro. Yeah, they can yeah, win three. Over. They can win three. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just putting it out there. I'll tell you why in a second. Um. Alcorn over or under six and a half. Under. Under. Ooh, hmm. two unders. What about you, Marcus? Interesting. Uh, I'm going to say over. Okay. They had a lot okay. of coaches, too. That's what? They yeah, they did. That's right. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, Prairie View, five and a half over or under. Under. They'll be, trying to stay out, they'll, they'll be trying to stay out the cellar. Kofi? Under. All right, three unders. Texas <laughs> Texas Southern, four and a half over under. Over. Over. Oh. I give him five. Over. Over. I don't know, man. Two, two overs. Oh, you I, having I, doubts, huh? I believe in Andrew Body and what he can do. But I don't know about that defense, man. And like I say, the West is much stronger this year. I'm going to have to go under on that. I think it'll be four and four. Uh, Grambling State, four and a half, over or under? Schedule too tough. Under. Ooh, under. Four and four. Mm. You can't say at. I could, sure. I, I, well, I mean, what did I say? What did I just say? Three and a half. I'm gonna say on par with five. If I said four, what if I said four? Over. All right. They look. They beat. They beat Alabama A&M last year without a QB. 
They beat. I'm just- uh, they came close to beating Alcorn on the road. They're going to have them at home. Um, they beat Southern last year. Uh, and that was without the additions that they have in their coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've totally upgraded the team. The defense wasn't bad last year. In fact, they really couldn't score. And they've upgraded their line play, upgraded their QB play. I'm going to say over. Marcus? Say over. Over. Okay. Uh, since all three of you are so high on Southern, I was going to set the line much lower, but since you all are so high, I'm going to set it at uh, five. Five and a half. Over or under for Southern? Over. Just to be consistent. Kelvin, Kofi. Set the line again. I couldn't hear you. Five and a half. Over. Kelvin, I, I see think, it out. I, I think five is the line for them. They'll be five and three, but they'll still win the tiebreaker. But they'll still they'll still win the tiebreaker. Okay, okay. Hey, uh, I will share with you guys later what our predicted win totals we did uh my guy drew did some computer analytics on some predicted orders uh and numbers and so uh that's kind of why a little game we'll put out uh you'll see tomorrow we'll do do something like this similar over and under on some of these win totals in conference only so uh we'll share a little bit about that later on uh all right more to talk about tomorrow guys tomorrow loaded day on the Black College Sports Network uh, as we have full coverage of the SWAC Media Day. Again, there's the preseason cover right there. As you can see, you know, Coach Simmons up there in the top right corner. Uh, Pretty good packet of information here. So um, we'll see. We'll see who has put up some stuff already out there at their tables, and we'll go from there. So uh, any final closing thoughts around the horn real real quick? Marcus, final thoughts? Just excited for the season to start. You know, just can't wait to see your coverage tomorrow and see all the questions being asked and all the pomp and circumstance. And then the rubber hits the road almost, what, about a week from Friday? The camp opens. Uh, yeah, Ju- uh, 29th of July, I think is what I read, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. July 29th, camp starts. Uh, how about you, Kofi? Uh, my final thoughts center around what I was talking about earlier, the I ain't forget, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> you know, Larry Robinson has got to go. Either that or his feet have got to go to the fire. This is none, this is totally unacceptable to continue to lose um, people that we've got. And I mean, just to be unchallenged with a lot of the decisions that he's making, why is it taking so long for us to get an AD when it's apparent that's what we need? That again, puts us back literally behind the eight ball for another year with our other sports. God forbid, you know, somebody come along um, late fall, you know, we have a stellar season and, you know, guess what? You know, we're going to have to be thinking about who may be able, and I hate to bring this up, but it's a reality. Who's going to follow Willie Simmons? You know, we have to be thinking about succession at this point because we've got to stabilize the ship. 
And we've got to be able to keep the program, not afloat, but to be able to ascend to higher heights. And that's not going to happen without the right leadership. So again, we need Rattler Nation to really get active and start asking some questions. Mike Smith, you know, if, you, if you're in need of help in your department, you know, because I'm hearing obviously that a lot of people have left, a lot of people have gotten fired, a lot of people have resigned, you know, and football season is not an easy task to do by yourself. Um, obviously, you need some help. Please ask. Don't sit there like a knot on the log and get your head bashed in because at the end of the day, Rattler expectations will not change. Um, if you need help in any area, please reach out and ask the people. Now, I want to say this because a lot of us, we love to complain. We love to go off. But now we see the value of a Vaughn Wilson. We see the value of a Kelvin Rozier. We see the value of uh, Angela Suggs. We see the value of people that have relationships because late in the midnight, we see the value of Alvin Hollins. Because late in the midnight hour, when you need stuff done, you need somebody that knows how to get it done. And Rattler Nation, we've got to wake up. If we don't, it's going to be on us. At this point, we are informed, so let's do something. Well said. Kelvin, final thoughts. God darn it. I think you got a pause my or a notification. The phone came he in. There you go, Kelvin. Tonight. There he is. He's back. He's back. Tonight. Go ahead, Kelvin. All right. Yeah, so along, along the lines of what Kobe was saying, the only thing I reemphasize re is that until we fix our budget in athletics, until we get it to that 12.5 to 15 million range, 15. then we'll continue to lose good coaches, good good. Uh, employees will have, continue to have 80 change over every three years and and that's not healthy um we have to invest in athletics we have to pour as much as we can into it and that starts with leadership that's the person who controls that right so that and then then my other thought is our press box comes in tomorrow several trucks come in tomorrow so hopefully by next wednesday We'll have some pictures as they start to put that together. They already have uh, seating, the chairback seating going in uh, on the west side as we speak. So we should see that picture coming together a lot more over the next couple of weeks. So do you have any renderings yeah, that... of the press box by any chance? I don't have any, not right now. Okay. I'll work on no. it, though. Hey. Sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I, I wanted to, uh, I know we got away from time and everything again, tomorrow's coverage will begin 9 a.m. Eastern 8 a.m. Central morning show, uh, catch catches here with some coverage as we talk about, uh, we'll, we'll get going, we'll get your morning going here. So you get the work or maybe you're driving into work, get tuned in to the black college sports network and our coverage of swag media day. And we'll kind of get the ball rolling from that point forward. I don't know if our producer, I had took a couple photos out earlier, uh, out in the room. Uh, I don't know if she's got those ready or not. I'll kind of maybe do a five second countdown to see, if she's got them ready, if not, there you go. Well, hey, this is our uh, well. We can talk about this. Our our good old cooling uh, cooling station or the cooling trailer that came in for FAMU football, courtesy of uh, the two twenty club. You know, uh, looks like all the important people are there to take fun inside of the cooling trailer. 
Um, you know, so photo op for those folks who happen to show up at the right time to get a photo. Hey, thanks for coming out and bringing this great big ice truck and thing here. Yeah, great. So, uh, what are we going to do? But uh, you, you heard Kofi. Kofi couldn't have said it any better um, for those of you who are out there. And and then, so I guess that'll that'll do it. I don't know if Mel's got the other photos from that I took from the swag outside. If not, check Twitter. I'll post them on Twitter a little bit later in the show from out front. So hey, that's going to do Kelvin, it for question. Oh, okay. For that cool, is it legal to use it during a game and will we have a place to stage it? No, uh, it's, it's in this location permanently um, for now. Okay. Um, they, they, they have, uh, they have cool zone fans and stuff that they, plug into on the sidelines so um um the the visiting teams typically bring home um but whatever you have on the home side you gotta you gotta have to make it available for the visiting team also but but no it's just for practice hey brian just for practice yes brian yes we did every school we did every school over and under for UAPB. So UAPB over and under for six wins. Six? On, no, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me bring it down. How about two? Over under two. Under. It's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long season. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be rough for them. Under. And they lost one yeah. of their best players. He went FBS, the, the defensive back. I was hoping he'd come to fan, but he left. He was out. He's from Florida, and he said, I'm out. He went FBS. Yeah. Quarterback. Hey, uh, my, somebody said we're going undefe- undefeated, huh? Okay. I'm, you can my say man, what got- you want because I'm here to stay because I'm a mean old lion. Look, uh, one of one of the predictions that uh, that that'll be out there is: Will somebody go winless this year? I'm making a bold prediction. I think someone will go winless in conference play this year. Bold prediction for uh, for this season. Not gonna say who, but I'm just I'm, that's my bold prediction. I'm putting it out there now. Someone will. I hate I hate it for them, but it just the schedule just it just comes out that way, you know. So. Anyway, that's uh, that's going to be it for tonight's show. Thank you to everybody watching on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where uh, not even Instagram, but on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Uh, make sure you share the broadcast. It will be available in podcast format on the BCSN Pod Zone. Just search BCSN Pod Zone everywhere that you download and listen to podcasts. That's Spotify, iHeart, uh, Google, Spotify. Spotify, Anchor, all those fun places. Uh, that's where you can find the podcast of this show. Of course, you can always go back to watch it on YouTube or Facebook as well. And then download the Jericho Broadcast Networks app on your Google or Apple store. Just search my JBN and my BCSN is where you can find it. Any questions? You want? You guys have any questions that you want me uh, to ask tomorrow? Any school? Any, you know, whether it be or another school, send it to ongstrikezone at gmail.com. I'll, I'll take a look at the, the inbox in the morning 
uh, and, and kind of see what kind of thoughts are there. So any questions that you want to ask, no long-winded questions. Keep it short and simple, but send it to ongstrikezone at gmail.com. Uh, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Again, thanks to Darian Oxendine, Xavier Smith, Allison Posey for all coming in and sharing with us. Um, even guest appearance by Ty Floyd popped in there as well. Uh, for Marcus Green, always, thank you, man, for everything you do. Kelvin Kofi, loved it. Great thoughts, great uh, great comments as well. And uh, for Melody Lucas, uh, we appreciate you always, Mel. And that's going to do it. So, Rattlers, let's get out there. Be- be strong, be be strong, be safe, and let's make sure to strike. LML. Strike. And strike again, fam. Peace out.